A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, everybody has gotten confused. When we introduced the interruption counter at the beginning of the year, it's not because I hate interruptions, it's because it's ha-ha funny-funny that wrestling does it all the time, and it's become a trope. But nobody appears to be listening to me, so I'm bringing in a friend. It's a puppet version of me, and he is going to tell you what for. Tell him. Fuck you! For goodness sake. Makes me sad every single damn time. But hello, my name is Simon Mella. Welcome to What Culture Wrestling and a little show I like to call Raw Ups and Downs. It's not called that, it's called Ups and Downs. This one is featured on Raw. It's been a bad start. It's been a very bad start, but the Raw Rumble is this weekend, so that's exciting. Let's up those downs. <laughs> This version of Brock Lesnar is just the best, isn't he? Because not only does he still come across like a guy that can kick your ass, but now he can dress however he wants and somehow he gets away with it. And what am I talking about? Well, Raw did indeed kick off with this Bobby Lashley Lesnar weigh-in, whereas Bob came out with all this like athletic gear on. Brock Lesnar was dressed like a cowboy with a very nice hat, or in short, he didn't look like he cared. Corey Graves, who was emceeing proceedings, also said to Brock, uh, Brock, I don't think this is the way you should be dressed given what we're about to do. So Lesnar just turned to Corey Graves and said, well, what do you want, Corey? Do you want me to get naked? And then he did take off all his clothes and we just saw Brock Lesnar in the nude. That last bit didn't happen. We then did have this weigh-in for a fight that doesn't have weight limits, but I love nonsense like this, especially because when Bobby Lashley weighed in at like 276 pounds, even though on the camera, you could see he was about 250. MVP got the mic and said, don't even worry about that number, because after the Raw Rumble, Bobby Lashley is going to weigh more because he's going to have a big gold belt over his shoulder. Brock then simply removed his hat and got on the scales. And I don't know why that made me laugh, and he was like 286, but that wasn't the point. And I bet you, I will bet you everything I have, I won't do that, it'd be ridiculous, that Brock Lesnar said to somebody backstage, look, I've done real weigh-ins before, I'm like a legit fighter, there's no way I can go out there and take this seriously. He was right. Lashley then lost it and basically said this to Brock, my word, do not understand what a mighty man I am. Whereas Brock went, all right, Let's say you do beat me. Do you know what's going to happen on Sunday when we all wake up? Everyone's going to be going, well, there's a new WWE champion, Bobby something, because nobody's going to know who he is. Lesnar then just left, and that was it. I mean, this couldn't have gone longer than 10 minutes. And while it was essentially just like a riff on the usual opening show promo, it didn't outstay its welcome. I thought it was really fun, and this is the kind of thing, especially on Raw, that we should be doing more of. Also, I am super pumped for Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley. 
it is getting it up. We then had a quick video reminding us all that Bianca Belair is great when the EST of WWE took on Zelina Vega. And if you want to know why, I don't know. I also think Zelina may be a tag team champion, but I'm not sure anymore because WWE definitely doesn't remember. And while she got a little something something in here, essentially this went three minutes, Bianca Belair gave her the KOD, that was that. I mean, okay, anything we do to make Bianca Belair a bigger star is fine by me and she should go on to win the Royal Rumble because then that would be back-to-back -back victories and that can't hurt you. I don't think it is going to happen now because there's a surprise out there, but I won't reveal it here because I don't think it's fair. Up. WWE then realized that last week, yes, Damian Priest suffered his first pinfall loss on the main roster. I mean, I suppose better late than never, but also, whoopsie. It also probably means that WWE had no idea until we started talking about it, but Burt was here interviewing Kevin Owens when he mentioned this and also said, hey Kev, do you feel bad about feigning an injury last week in order to win that match? Imagine Kevin Owens had turned around and gone, yeah, I do. I shouldn't have done it. I've been through a whole thing these last seven days and I'm turning a corner. Of course, he didn't say that. And he said, look at the back of my T-shirt, which said, keep on fighting, which is a message he thinks we should all follow. So from now on, we are calling Kevin Patrick Burt the Burke. And then Kevin Owens did beat Damian Priest for a second time. They had a really good match. The crowd flipping loved it. It ended in a disqualification. Now these two have great chemistry, so whoever did put them in a feud should get some kind of award. And honestly, there was some great near falls in this, especially when Kevin Owens hit this frog splash. And when Damian Priest got his shoulder up at 2.999, all the fans went, oh, I can't believe it. And I was sat on my sofa, I went, and a bunch of weird noise came out of my mouth because I'm odd. I mean, Kevin's so good at the moment, I swear I heard Damo getting some booze. But yes, towards the end, Priest went all bad Damien or whatever the hell we're calling it and the referee decided that he had beaten Kevin Owens up too much. That's right, in a fight he decided you're being fought to a degree that I'm not comfortable with so he said it was a disqualification. But all Priest did too was hit him in the corner a little bit. I have seen people set on fire in wrestling matches and the official goes, sweet man, I can smell that burning human flesh. Excuse me, that was way too much. This finish really is the worst, then we have to stop it. And I know, I know, it's trying to sell into the fact that Damien Priest has got this weird character, but look what it makes me do. It makes me do 50-50 booking here on ups and downs, which also makes me a massive hypocrite because for the finish, we're giving it a down, but in no reality can I ever not give the match an up because it was so, so good. After this too, Sonya Deville also yelled at Damien Priest for not keeping himself under control backstage. And I was like, what an overreaction. That's like eating a sandwich and somebody puts you in jail. I mean, you just stuck it right up your ass. Shouldn't have said it. We then got a bunch of Raw Romo promos from a lot of the women on the roster. And, well, hit it. Because hello, my name is Simon Miller and welcome to another episode of Nobody Talks Like That. This week featuring, well, pretty much every female wrestler on Raw. Because we had Rhea Ripley that looked into a camera and said the one thing that's consuming me right now is the Raw Rumble and nobody would ever use consuming in that content. Then Dana Brooke was here and she said, call me crazy, but this year is going to be my year. 
As reigning 24-7 champion, I am ready 24 hours a day, as if the Royal Rumble was going to happen at 2am. And then Liv Morgan was here and she said, everybody has seen me go from someone just happy to be here, a little girl, to someone that is now living their dream. And Tamina just kind of stared at the camera and went, you know I am Mina. Carmella was then here and she said, after I win the Rumble, I will be the most beautiful woman at WrestleMania, before Nikki Ash zoomed in and said, I will win the Rumble and go on to make WrestleMania super. Now, I don't mean to be horrible because it's not their fault, but every single one of these was the most scripted thing you'd ever heard in your life because nobody talks like that. As it turned out, this was just setting up a six-women tag with all the people we've just talked about because it was Rhea Ripley, Dana Book, and Liv Morgan taking on Carmella without her tag team partner, Nikki Ash and Tamina. And no, I checked, there's nobody meaner. And it went two minutes down. I get this was just a pseudo advert for the Royal Rumble, but it just felt so lazy. Also, you have a bunch of talented people here. You don't just have to throw them all in the same pot. They could have individual feuds. What a concept. What was good is that Rhea Ripley dominated all of this and she got the victory when she submitted Carmella. Now, I don't think she will win the Royal Rumble, but I'm hoping that we come out the other side and we remember, oh yeah, Rhea Ripley. She's a really good wrestler. And until then, I'm just going to stand here like this and cross my fingers. And of course, Yes, afterwards, Nikki Ash snuck in there and walloped Rhea in the back. Kind of felt like we didn't really have any ideas. Sports entertainment followed this. And once again, because I am a fan of goofiness, I can't help it up. Because it was the Alpha Academy academic challenge. And man, Chad Gable has taken on this role. And he is surely showing everybody in the back, oh, hi there. I'm a really good professional wrestler. Plus, I can do all this character stuff. I mean, I'm essentially a modern day Kurt Angle. Maybe you should do something more with me. He made it very clear that this was the first of three challenges as well. So we'll have to see how that goes. And then when he told the fans they were all morons, he got proper heat, he got booed, he is smashing it right now. They were taking on RK Bro in a spelling bee, and this was basically how it went. Otis had to spell Emmental, and he got it wrong, but that wasn't part of the story, so we just had to pretend, no, you did whatever you thought you heard, you were incorrect. And then it was Riddle's turn, and he got calibration. And as ever, Riddle was great because he asked for clarification on this. And when Bert the Burke told him, he was like, why don't you just spell it for me? I don't know why that was funny, but it was. He was then able to spell this word because he compared it to calibrating or weighing out his drugs. I mean, he didn't say that, but that was the point. And when we finally got to Chad Gable, he dropped the ball because he was so damn arrogant. He thought he heard one word. He got it wrong. He didn't go for the definition. So now we can all point at him and laugh because that's the way of life. Randy Orton then got dumbbell, which didn't even make me go, well, this whole thing is rigged because that's really easy. And Chad Gable agreed with this because he basically melted down. And after Randy Orton did spell it right, I think Chad Gable went, the only dumbbell around here is your tag team partner. I don't even know what that means. But once again, I chuckled. That really pissed off Randy, who challenged Gable to a match and he also dropped the line in so we could have one more word, RKO. I was a bit like, hi, Mr. Randy, Mr. Mr. Orton. I mean, that's not really a word. That's more like an abbreviation, but as cool as cool. And I don't know who we've been buttering up backstage, but we did have Chad Gable versus Randy Orton, and this must have got a solid 15 minutes, and flub me, it was excellent. And surprise, surprise, Randy Orton is a really tall man, and Chad Gable is not tall, but at any point that I watch this going, well, this looks stupid. No, I bought in, I had a good time, and it's getting it up. Orton did throw Gable into Alan the announce table at one time, but this is when Otis turned up and started casting distraction for 5MP, 
And this is when Chad did the traditional wrestling thing, because once again, Randy Orton is bigger than him, so what do you do? You work on the leg, because then height doesn't matter if you can't walk. When Orton started to make his way back into this, Otis and Riddle then started fighting on the outside, which served as another distraction when Chad hit the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment, but he was only able to get a two. And then all of a sudden, Randy was gonna go for the punt kick, but Gable reversed it into an ankle lock. It is getting the round of applause. It was in chaos because Riddle was so mad, he just twonked Otis in the head with the scooter, and that allowed Randy Orton to hit the RKO. He got the one, two, three, and once again, this was great, and it may even be getting better, because afterwards, Riddle was like, wait a minute, we won the spelling bee, we get to choose the next challenge. <laughs> and it's gonna be a scooter race. So I'm totally in for this. Like I've already said, I was entertained in a sporting fashion and all these four guys right now, well, they do it super good. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help? a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. All the Alexa Bliss stuff was next we got to talk. Because firstly, to that one guy who melts down every single week when we do get into this, you got to calm down. As I've said time and time again, I am happy for WWE to be doing this. It just doesn't necessarily correlate with me. It's also now exploded into the whole let it play out scenario. And I'm going to tell you this. I agree with that. You should always let a storyline play out because you may get to the end of it and go, oh, well, turns out that was pretty good. But also, as we go week to week, you're allowed to watch one little bit and go, well, that kind of sucked. And then you're allowed to watch another little bit and go, I was surprised, it was pretty good. So really, I'm talking about the opposite of Halo 2, which never had a finish. But as I have said time and time again, I sit down and I watch the Alexa Bliss stuff 
And I just don't get it. And I'm sure it does end with her getting rid of this persona and going back to her old persona. But here, she was talking about Lily so much to her psychiatrist, even the WWE cameras cut away. The story being, well, that's boring. Let's go and do something else. So my thoughts haven't changed. But remember, I am just one man and a stupid man at that. You shouldn't be listening to me down. Vince McMahon and Austin Theory were then having a chat and I think Austin said to Vince McMahon, hey dude, why don't you rig the Royal Rumble? And Vince was like, I would never do such a thing. Even though when you remember what professional wrestling is, every single Rumble ever has been rigged. He then told Austin he would have to fight AJ Styles tonight and I died, I just died. I couldn't stop laughing. Because Austin sold this like, oh my gosh, AJ Styles. How the hell am I ever gonna do that? even though two weeks ago, <laughs> he had fought AJ Styles. And I've honestly got no idea where this is going, but maybe Austin Theory should win the Raw Rumble. I mean, it would certainly help him out a lot. And then yes, everybody sit down because my word, a video aired and Veer is coming to Raw. Now we figured out last week that the reason Veer is struggling is because he is utilizing the snail technique and that takes a long time. But clearly me revealing this hasn't helped at all so now we're gonna head in a different direction to try and help this poor man roll the footage. Hello, are you struggling to get to Raw? Do you find that your Mondays are spent trying to find a particular destination, but ultimately you find nothingness? Well, we here at Where the Flub is Veer understand. So if you do need some assistance or some help, please call us at 0800 I'll be dead before Veer actually gets to Raw, where somebody is always welcome and ready to take your call. I mean, WWE absolutely knows what they're doing now. They're trolling us all and it's getting it down. It was then AJ Styles versus Austin Theory. Seriously, this really good up. Once again, they were given plenty of time and never forget that AJ Styles is one of the best ever. Like, I swear we don't talk about this enough. The dude is north of 40 and he still flops and flies around the ring like it's nothing. They just went full on wrestling tennis as well as they busted out moves like they were playing ping pong. And there was such a good bit where Austin Theory hit this standing rolling blockbuster thingamajig. And then he was going for a suplex, but AJ Styles turned it into a Pele kick. Honestly, they know what they're doing. The thing continues to go back and forth before AJ was able to apply the calf crusher and seriously you have never seen anyone panic so much in their life austin theory thought his world was about to win so he scrambled to the ropes it actually looked like austin may get a big win when aj styles were going for the phenomenal forearm but he pushed them off the ropes and he hit the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment but this fool this schmuck then put his feet on the top rope and i'm sorry no referee in the history of wrestling would ever be able to not notice this he may as well had a big sign going ha, ha, i'm about to cheat thankfully this didn't go down. AJ was able to fight his way back into it. He did hit his flying punch and he got the one, two, three. And seriously, this got even better afterwards because the commentators are like, well, it doesn't really matter that Austin Theory lost. He just went on with one of the best in the world and he held his own. I was like, WWE, why can't you always do this? You gave us a proper finish. There was no distraction. There was no DQ. And you're right. It didn't hurt Mr. Theory at all. I don't understand how sometimes they get it so right. And in other places, they get it really, really wrong. However, when AJ Styles was making his entrance, Corey Graves on commentary did say AJ Styles would rather be dead than allow anybody else to use his name to get ahead. No, I couldn't help myself play. Hi, uh, I'm really, I'm, I'm really so sorry for your loss. How did he die? Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, we'd, we didn't see it coming. I mean, we all, we all knew AJ and we liked him a lot, but somebody used his name 
to try and get ahead. And that was that. It's then time for one of these split-screen promos where on one side we had Dewdrop, on the other side we had Becky Lynch. And you know how these go, you basically get reactions like this. I'm gonna beat you at the Royal Rumble, I can't believe you're even going after my championship. How dare you walk into my house and say you wanna fight me? Well that's exactly what is gonna happen, I'm gonna go to the Royal Rumble pay- uh, premium live event and I will become the champion, hip hip hooray for me. This was fine though, it was your usual back and forth between Becky Lynch and Dewdrop before Dewdrop contracted her friends at the Starship Enterprise and teleported into Becky's locker room where she beat her up. It kind of feels like because we are doing this feud, Becky Lynch should become the good guy and Dewdrop should be the bad guy. But you can never guess with stuff like this. But yeah, like I say, fine up. Rey Mysterio was then talking about being the cover star for this year's WWE video game, which is really cool. That man deserves it. When he said, the only thing that would make me prouder is if my son, Dominic Mysterio, one day is on the game. I mean, Ray, how much of a crazy father are you? The pressure you are putting on this poor guy's shoulders. And then, honestly, seconds later, Dominic was like, oh man, that would be great. But dad, I'm going to chuck you out the raw rumple. Where Ray went... <laughs> You wouldn't do that to your old man, would you? And I was like, Ray, the mixed messages here. So you want Dominic to be so successful that he's on the cover of the video game, but winning the Royal Rumble, you better not. They then did the whole laughing because they are friends, which is the way that WWE is pitching the Rumble this year. But we'll get into that in literally about four seconds because it just gets funnier. Because yes, it was then the Mysterios taking on the Street Profits, which I swear is a rematch, but I don't know because it all blurs into one. But it was quite literally there to try and entertain you. So it can have it up. They just dove all over the place before Ray was able to hit the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment to get the win. But this was all about afterwards. Because essentially, everybody threw everybody else out over the top rope. And the whole time it was just, <laughs> we are laughing because we are buddies. And the Raw Rumble is really fun. And it just got me. I was in tears. I was like, the Raw Rumble is supposed to be a serious event. When the winner made an event WrestleMania. And these guys are like, isn't throwing fun. Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode also ran in there but of course they're bad guys so it was like oh we see you over the top you go and wwe is very lucky that this concept sells itself because this was a really silly way to do it seth rollins then told us backstage he will be heading to smackdown to confront roman reigns before raw rumble and the whole time we're all going <laughs> i just want to say that seth is one of the best things about wwe right now and if you listen to the fans they're starting to cheer Definitely time to turn him face again. This did mean that our main event segment was Maurice's birthday bash. And as I said last week, this feud isn't really doing it for me at the moment. Although Maurice is so good in these spots. And once again, she just proved how good she is. And the best part is, I'm pretty sure she's won a championship back in the day. And she's absolutely won matches. But she spends the whole time being terrified of everything she rocks. It was also the whole classic thing that we're doing a very special skit here. So we'll make the ring look all nice. And I would guess this is all inspired by like the rock and mankind, this is your life stuff from way back in the day. Or at least that's what it feels like. Maurice basically opened some gifts as well, including a picture of her in the mirrors. And I think there was a handbag. When her and her husband spied this really big present, they were like, oh no, there's going to be Edge and Beth Phoenix in there. Which, let's face it, is a really weird way to think. Instead, it was the brick that these two had used last week to smash Beth Phoenix right in the face. Honestly, 
What a waste of packaging. You have never seen so much needless wrapping in your life. This was a box so big, excuse me, a box-like structure, so big you could fit humans in it. And they had taken a brick and gone, yeah. Miz then went to sing happy birthday to his wife when he was interrupted by the Copelands. Bring it down, there's 24 in WWE and 36 overall. But there was only one on the show this week, so that's a couple of thumbs up in terms of being restrained. And given that there were a bunch of security guards around the squared circle who definitely weren't independent wrestlers, Edge and Beth Phoenix just beat the hell out of them. Now, one, what did they do? And in terms of the story, they aren't going to be able to get a job now because you injured them. But also, two, if Edge and Beth Phoenix were so mad about being hit by a brick, which you would do, why would you go, I'm really upset with these two, but give it 10 minutes, let them open their presents. It all finished when Edge and Beth Phoenix powerbombed one of the security guys through the cake, because you have to do that in WWE. And look, all of this is fine. My favorite thing about it is that we have couples about to have a big match, and I bet they're over the moon about this backstage. Although, like, you did get hit by a brick, and your response to that was to ruin someone's birthday. That's like this. The two things don't connect. They do seem like they're having the time of their lives though and that does translate out of the TV and it hits me even though I wouldn't call it my favorite program but I am gonna give it an up because again, it was a nice way to end Raw. A fair play to WWE as well because this was the go home show for the Raw Rumble and I thought it was one of the best Raws in ages. The first two hours especially, I thought were proper fire and hopefully we can remember that going into WrestleMania season and we can all have a good time. It's getting it up. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.